0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is another episode of Girlfriends and Football. We got everyone in the house. And by everyone, I mean we've got the glorious Sherry in the house talking about her Bucks, Beth in the house talking about the Bills, and your girl coach Desi. But more than that, we've got three other amazing women that are going to be joining us today to chat all about these games that are coming up this week. We've got four incredible women representing all four teams left in the playoffs it's gonna be a wild one. So buckle up and let's go. All right, who wants to open? (laughs) Who wants to peel the Band-Aid off i I'll open because I think mine is
1: a little bit um, less of a heartbreaker than than Beth's, to be honest. Uh (laughs) All right, go for it. Yeah, so I mean, again, like I just wanna start by saying congratulations to the Bucks on a season that we nobody expected we would have. Of course a lot of shit fell in our laps with having a crappy division and winning it despite maybe we shouldn't have whatever. Baker Mayfield, I'm I'm on the Baker Mayfield train all the way. I'm happy with our team. Nobody thought we would go anywhere. We made it to the second round of the playoffs including beating the Philadelphia Eagles, who started the season 10-0. and I don't think I could ask for a better season, nor to lose it to the team. I had picked from the beginning of the season, saying, I, lo- I really like the underdog story. I like the Lions story. I think I said that the whole way. I was uh, rooting for the Lions. So, uh, a heartbreaking loss, but if we had to lose to anyone... You know, I, I'm not angry, like maybe someone to my top right. <laughs> sad. I'm not angry. Yeah. I'm sad.
0: It, Sherry, it was, a, it was a really great game. You guys were in it at least through the first half for sure. Um, yeah. It just started to get a little wonky there somewhere between the third and fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield was doing phenomenal. Um I I guess I'll ask you before we bring our lions guest on what's up with the, uh, Amon Ra. I guess I need to ask Laura this, but Amon Ra did like Baker's dance. What was that all about? Did you see that? I think I put it in, I think I put it in our chat. Um, I guess Baker makes a lot of people upset. I didn't know if it was a college thing since you're our our college rep, because I know there was beef between Baker Mayfield and Nick Bosa. So (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. I, I actually don't know this, so like, no, I don't know any of this. I so I'm brand new to Baker Mayfield coming on the Bucks. The see right. I'm not yeah. like, I'm not a history of Baker Mayfield, Bucks, so I haven't. <laughs> I, I I don't. Know I don't this. think I anybody is. It. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know nobody <laughs> is. The only thing I know, and I'll tell you, I I think I I know we talked about this on an early podcast when the team started being successful. Baker Mayfield on the bye week took his O-line like to the Bahamas, you know, for a quick weekend like bonding. And I like that that's just the type of shit I love. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everybody that talks about him thinks he's amazing, so I don't know what the other beef is. I I am in the category of
0: I I am on the Baker Mayfield train. Love it. I think did you, I not sure if you heard this. He said in regards to his signing, because he's, you know, he's going to be up for a contract here in the off season, but he said he, he won't sign without Mike, Big Mike.
1: Awesome. I don't know
0: if you heard that. Did you hear that? Uh, No, I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) Uh,
1: Again, catching me off here. uh, (laughs) No, I don't, I wouldn't, I hope that Big Mike is going nowhere. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. I think, I mean, Mike Evans has been such an important piece and integral like part our, of this offense.
1: He also, you know, and honestly, it would change my perception of Mike Evans if he did. Because he's like, and I'll relate this to hockey real quick. Because this is like a Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Lightning. Bay Lightning NFL, NHL hockey story. So Stephen Stanko, Stankos, the captain of the Lightning, from Canada he built his career here in Tampa. He has been offered like 10 times his salary to go back and play for multiple Canadian teams. And he's like, no, this is my home. This is my family. This is where my career, you know, has gone. The owners that have developed me, the coaches, the everything. He's like, no, I just want to stay here. And that's something that I, personally value a lot in sports and Mike Evans has had 10 seasons in a row I believe the only player in history all 10 seasons with over a thousand receiving yards each season with the Tampa Bay Bucks. so like I just feel like he's like a Mike Allstott he's a buck for life that that's my deal sorry I went on a bit long for that (laughs)
0: No, and I know how you feel about all stuff. I like
1: loyalty in sports.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel you on that. Um, gosh, Beth, I, it hurts me actually to even have to <laughs> talk about this. Um, I was really hopeful for a Bills Niners Super Bowl, aka the Chris Berman Super Bowl, that I guess just isn't going to happen while that guy is alive. But uh, does wide right mean anything to you, Beth? Ouchie. You know, I actually
2: cursed when he said that um i was really really sad that he had to use that same phrase um <laughs> it it i mean i have just the fact that the podcast is wednesday is good because i couldn't look or talk about it for a good 48 hours after the game um it's buffalo. I mean it's it's what we do. Uh people want to blame bass for it. Uh there were miscatches by several receivers that we should have had uh one by Diggs and one by I don't remember who the other one was. Um but there were several several poor plays drops. that didn't Yeah. yeah. that that shouldn't have been drops that caused us more problems. Um so here we are once again uh taking a backseat to my homes and it's, it hurts. It's hard. Yeah. It's not what, not what we wanted to see.
1: Yeah. And that, uh, yeah. Cause the hurt keeps happening right. Like with the same team. And I think that's what I was saying. Maybe it feels a little less to me because the team that beat us is like a team that I think everybody kind of roots for versus, you know, having the, the history and the losses, yeah, it's bad. Did
0: it, did it help even a smidge that Jason Kelsey totally embraced Bill's Mafia?
2: Oh, I love Jason Kelsey, man! Absolutely, who doesn't? I mean, doesn't? it was great. It was great to see him at the game. It was great to see him pretending to be Fitz Magic and just
0: <laughs> where the heck was Fitz Magic? I don't think we ever saw that. I cannot question. believe he was not at the game.
2: I'm actually really disappointed that he was not at the game. But listen, if you happen to be listening, he
0: he needs to know that he disappointed at least three women. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why we
2: lost. I mean, it's possible. Maybe
0: it's possible. Um, So
2: it was so so good to see him there and just love it. Like, man, he hasn't been retired more than like 48 hours, and he just went balls to the wall at that game and just loved every minute of the mafia and took full advantage. So good for
0: him. I love that in one one video, you're seeing him down shots from a bowling ball. Mm-hmm. And then later, you see him picking up young girl, you know, this young girl. The little eight-year-old
1: bubble. Yes. And, and, and just, and, you, know, you know, Jason Kelsey's a girl mom. I mean, girl dad. Oh, He's yeah. Girl dad.
0: So. 100%.
1: Like, he is such a girl dad. He's the coolest. And he took that little girl to show her sign to Taylor in the. In the suite. I was reading about that earlier. I thought it was so cute. She was literally on the opposite end of the stadium and then switched seats oh, with I didn't friends that. and uh, worked her way up until uh, Jason Kelsey found it. I I thought that was adorable.
0: I mean, he's got no shirt on and you probably clearly smells like alcohol and you're in the stadium. Is that the best opportunity to pick up an eight year old? <laughs> he's a girl <laughs> dad. Well, you know, I was thinking about this as day. well. <laughs> I'm like would i let
2: my daughter get picked and then i was like yes yes, yes i would, yes, I, would. <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely would Every
0: single. also one might
2: not be the person yes. to be asking
0: i was gonna say that <laughs> we're all super responsible moms here no no problem and i would no questions asked. kelsey 100 <laughs> percent.
2: but it was funny too um so then i had just saw a meme or like a post from about about that whole event too where Jason's wife was like, now we need to make a good impression because Taylor will be there and we need to. And then 30 seconds later, he's naked, you know, it was yeah. like, <laughs> exactly. welcome no, to the family. I, sis. I like, saw the
1: Jason, uh, Kel- the Jason and Travis Kelsey podcast where they were talking about that. And he said, his wife, Kylie was like, I need you to be on your best behavior. And he was just like, so I gave her a heads up before I did it. I told her I was going to do. And she was like, don't you dare. And he was like, it's part of the Jason Kelsey charm.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, fantastic. He's like, so- I met you in
1: a bar when I was blacked out drunk.
0: <laughs> and look what happens." <laughs> it's
1: part of the Jason Kelsey charm. <laughs> oh. anyway.
0: Okay. So um, my game was a complete shit show through three quarters. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom. I couldn't literally blink barely um, just Debo. It, it, I had PTSD. It was like Debo got injured on the first drive yeah. of the game, which is when he went out when in the Cleveland game. And then it's raining and Brock Purdy's trying this glove on, taking the glove off, wiping his hand off. Like they look so tight. They didn't look loose. Um, it, it, it just was not happening. And our defense was doing – I mean, pretty well, because Green Bay was going down and getting into the red zone pretty, pretty fairly with with fair ease. Um, So when that last drive happened, I mean, I almost was like, yo, this is all right. I sent my mom home. I was like, mom, you might as well go home. It's you know, I don't think you want to stay up too late for this and, you know, all this. And uh, as soon as she left. Dre Greenlaw got that first interception. And I was like, let's go. And I was like, wait, was my mom the bad luck? Well, again, <laughs> What's
1: I again, it, it's only weird if it doesn't work,
0: man. Right, right. <laughs> I had another friend who was a big 49er fan that I was at his house watching the Ravens game earlier. And he texted me. He's like, don't worry. I made my friend take off the uh, the Patrick Willis jersey he had on. And then Dre Greenlaw got his interception. And I'm like, all right, well, both of us clean the palette, So I think we're good. Um, yep. So it was it was a thing of beauty. We came out with the W. Hats off to Green Bay. Listen, if you're a Green Bay fan listening to this, you guys can hold that chin up high. Y'all got some great years ahead of you. Um, I know they just fired the defensive coordinator today, so um, you know, depending on who they put in that position, this is going to be a big contending team for several years to come. So, um, but I'm happy, happy, and much, very, very much grateful for the W. And now. Uh, Beth uh, our in-house physical therapist along you know you guys know that I'm a PA physician assistant we uh, I'd like to chat just quickly about the Debo Samuel injury I have the picture let me see if I can bring this up real quick and then we're gonna bring our guests on so first um, mm-hmm. let me take this off nope um, here we go Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch take this off and then switch to let me show you guys. Nope, share screen. Here we go. All right. So here's the injury Debo took. Um, It's not gonna let me show it. We don't Uh, wait. wait. Nope, not yet. Here we go. Boom. Here's the injury. So he kind of got hit. Earlier in this play, and then this is what came through. So he kind of hit the helmet, kind of hit the yeah. shoulder here. Um, and interestingly, when he got to the sideline later, as the reporters had mentioned, he actually needed to clear concussion protocol. So when he went to get off the field, first of all, when he fell, when he finally got hit the ground, his arms went up. They kind of went up to his helmet, like his, his arms comfortably went up. He some They went to lift him up both arms, and then he went back down. They cut to commercial, they came back, they got him up. He's on the sidelines, getting ready to go into the tent. And as he's going into the tent, that left arm lifted and he put something off to the side as he was walking to the tent. And then later um, in the in the, in the game, you see his left arm and they're pressing around. And then after the game, Jennifer Lee Chan, who is um, a 49er reporter, Said that in the locker room, Debo said he felt fine, he felt okay, and that it wasn't as bad as before because the injury he had a couple months ago, they ended up finding a stress fracture in that shoulder. Um, but he had told her, Hey, I can lift my arm. You know, this is different than before. Before I couldn't lift my arm, he said he could lift his arm. Um, so I came out on Monday on the Eric Crocker show. Shout out to my friend Eric Crocker. Um, and just was like, look, I'm very confident this guy is going to come back um, and be able to play this week because of all these things that I'm hearing and seeing and just kind of putting things together. And then, um, you know, then it was like, oh, he's having a hard time. He's having pain and all this stuff. And then I was like, yeah, I hope I don't chew on those words. But today at the press conference, it looks like very optimistic that Debo will be able to play in the game this weekend. So um, that helps me think a little, a little bit. bit like- yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to be getting some good sleep.
3: It's, you know, yeah. it
2: was interesting because when we were talking about or uh, when you showed me that I was started doing a little bit of research and, you know, it's hard to tell, you know, what this injury is this time. We've talked about this before. There's so many things in that shoulder that could be strained or, or injured or bruised, bone bruise, any of those things. Um, but what I was hearing too, is that he is not really going to practice this week at all. So he, you know, so their hopes is that he'll play and we'll see how he goes. Um, But he still doesn't have full range in that shoulder. So we'll see um what Allegedly. that looks like. Allegedly.
0: I'm still going to say that. I don't know.
2: I, I need to. I don't know. I that. mean, I think it would be great if he could play. I mean, this is the time that he needs to be playing. Right. So he's, yeah, this is, this is what we want. And I hope that he is not injured, you know. And let's. I know he
0: wants to play. This is the man grown man who's crying on the sidelines when we <laughs> lost last year. So. Um, yeah, he's
2: he's going to be in there if he can. So I think they're making the right decision of, of not having him really practice and just rest up and probably do some rehab and range of motion and stretching and go from there.
0: You'll love this. He started rehab that night. So I'm sure he good. did. All right. All right, guys. Well, without further ado, we're going to bring on these lovely ladies repping their teams. I'm so stoked. Um, I get to talk to the, the Lions representative about this NFC championship game. We've got uh, some ladies chatting about the AFC championship game. So without further ado, let's get them on here. Woohoo! All right. So I'm just going to go one by one. one first, um, Laura, if you don't mind, I'm going to start with the AFC because um, uh, I would love to just dig into some things with, with, between the lions and the 49ers but we have some beautiful ladies in the house we got miss gina raise your hand my friend she is representing hey, the hey, Ravens hey. we got uh-huh. Miss jody in the house representing chief's kingdom aka the queens of the kingdom and then we've got miss laura over here who's representing the lions are, are you guys the pride of the lions is it Pri- lions pride or did i say that right earlier
3: uh, yes, yes, Lions Pride. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes, I love it. All right. So, AFC ladies, talk to me. What's going down? First of all, you guys are welcome to, to introduce yourselves. Both of you have your own podcasts, and you do big things. I, I'm always a big fan of women talking about the NFL, loving on their sports, and repping their team. So, feel free. Um, take the stage.
4: Go ahead, Miss G. Hey, Jody. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. First of all, what's up, everyone? Nice to meet you, ladies. I actually feel a little bit at home with Desi and Beth, because guess what? I'm actually a registered nurse by trade. So yeah, oh, welcome. that's super cool. Nice. Um, but I'm Miss Gina. She talks football, uh, and I absolutely love to do that. Uh, obviously, representing the Baltimore Ravens, um, born and raised in, you know, in the area, they, they've been my team. Uh, I do have a podcast. It is called She Talks Football on YouTube. It has been inactive, but I'm actually about to restart um, my podcast. So definitely feel free to go and subscribe to She Talks Football on YouTube. And you can find me on Twitter. Again, She Talks Football, but with one L on Twitter. So She Talks Football, one L. Uh, so definitely follow me on Twitter. You'll find me extremely active in spaces. It's my thing. Spaces, they're my thing. Um, and she's so I'm excellent, Adam. Boy, does she
0: run them things well. Oh, <laughs> uh,
5: thank you. So, yeah, I'm in, uh, I hold my own spaces, you know, uh, for all the primetime games. So, again, even though my team is playing this weekend, um, I always post um, spaces for all of the primetime games throughout the entire season. So Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night. And of course, all of these um, post-season games, because they're all primetime games. So I'll be back at it this Sunday for the AFC and the NFC games. Uh, and then also, I am a part of the Undroppables. I, if any of you ladies are in the fantasy football, the platform <laughs> I'm with called the Undroppables. Huge, yeah. like great, like really good information. I'm a fantasy, like I play fantasy. I like fantasy. I'm not like... I don't go super hard, but I enjoy it. Like, I do it for the fun of it. Um, I had eight leagues. Not sure what I was thinking this past season with eight leagues. But also go follow The Undroppables on Twitter, on um, Facebook, on TikTok, and all of that good stuff. Uh, where you'll get really a lot of information about Twitter, and
0: that's uh, awesome. So yeah, that's Miss Gina. I feel like that we are um, long lost siblings because undrop undraftable sounds like what we were totally <laughs> a member of. We tried the. Uh, <laughs> the it, was it, was, it was a rough it
2: season. It was a rough season.
0: Yeah, it was not. Um, yeah, we have a lot to learn, so we will definitely be connecting in with that for sure. So, oh, for sure. so talk to me about these Ravens. What what do we expect? What are we looking forward to? What are your um, big uh, – just talk to me about the whole game. What do you think is going to be the biggest challenge against the Chiefs?
5: Um, I think that this game is the clash of the Titans for the season. Uh, I think this game will probably turn out to be the most watched game, even though it's on at 3 o'clock you know, uh, Eastern Standard Time, you know where I am. Um, but it's the Chiefs, man, and it's the Ravens. And we know who the Chiefs are. We know who Patrick Mahomes is. You know, they've done this thing six times in a row. Like, that's absolutely incredible. Um, it's just that they didn't get to host it this year because some purple and black came along this season and decided that, hey, I think i like to host that party this year. How about we move it from Kansas City, Missouri, to Baltimore, Maryland at the bank? And we did that. Um coming into the season, you know, a lot of people some people had the Baltimore Ravens missing the playoffs and not doing so well. And other people said, you know what, I think mm-hmm. it'll be you and the Chiefs um in the AFC Championship. Uh, but you have to take it game by game. So, you know, we finished 13 and 4, number one in the entire league. Um uh team has just played very well, defense has been on fire. Uh, we installed a new offense with our new, you know, OC Todd Munkin. Got some pass catchers in the house, right? Because you need somebody to catch ball. You need somebody to get separation. Um, if we were in spaces, they would be like pause, Ms. Gina, pause. But I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't, I don't participate in the pause community. So I say what I want to say. Um, but yeah, it just it came to my mind because that's what they would say. So yeah, finish thirteen and four offense playing, you know, at a high clip defense. You know, we're top five DVOA, I believe, on both sides of the ball, you know, for the league. And our defense has definitely been stifling, right? Uh, we led the the NFL in sacks and uh, points allowed and also and takeaways, I think it is. So, you know, the team as a whole, I'm talking about complimentary football. And to me, that's one of the things that I have been personally looking for looking for, for my team for years. We always had the defense was killing, offense was struggling. A few years, the offense was killing, defense not so much. Like this is the first season where we actually have complimentary football being played on our team. And I think that is why we have been so successful this season. So for this match coming up, again, I'm calling it the Clash of the Titans. Um, We're coming in confident with our team and how we've played and what we've done. We've played against a lot of top teams um, that are still in the playoffs right now, like the Lions. We played the Lions. Um, already we played the 49ers already um the, we played the dolphins like all the teams that pretty much finished at the top that were on our schedule we played those teams and we played extremely well um against those teams so I've, we feel like we're we're tested we feel like we're, we've we've been tried we've been tested you know you gotta you know fix things like our coordinator said coordinator means fix things you got to fix it um so we're super excited about that. Um, And the adjustments that our coaching staff make. So, yeah, we feel confident going into the team. We respect the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and what they're bringing, obviously, but we're not scared. We're not scared. (laughs) We're not afraid. Um, We're definitely coming in with confidence, you know, playing this game.
0: Very good. Representing Baltimore.
5: This is your
1: soul, sister. I don't even know what to say. You guys. (laughs) uh, That's uh, Baltimore. I'm morphing Miss Gina with Desi in my mind. You
0: absolutely. Yes, yeah, new BFF right there. Yeah. Um, okay, Miss Jody. Um, shots have been fired here. What? What? What say you? I mean, we right? can't sleep on the Chiefs, man, because people were sleeping on your team halfway through the season, and y'all just you got magic, magic in uh, Pad- Patty Mack there. So, uh, talk to me about the Chiefs. Talk to me. Well, first of all introduce yourself share your podcast you guys got a lot of great stuff going on over there
4: yeah thank you for having us me yes. i represent three people at this point so thank you for having <laughs> us um i am jody newsome i am on twitter and instagram at it's jody newsome i just try to keep it as simple as i possibly can <laughs> i am a part of the kingdom queens podcast which is three females all based out of kansas city missouri Chiefs fans since we came out The Womb, uh, Die Hard, if you want to say that. Um, Really, that's it about me. I mean, (laughs) I have another sports podcast. It's called It's the Sports T. It's with two other ladies, and we kind of talk all football. Um, And sometimes in my downtime, I also cover WNBA and uh, college football. So
3: those are just some
4: things that don't matter because it's football season, and this is the most important season out of all of them. There Uh, you go. My podcast, you can also find it on Twitter, YouTube, everywhere that you can listen to sports. That's where you can find us, Apple, Spotify, all the good places. So every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, please tap in. We did have an episode last night covering this game and our game last week against the Bills, and it was hilarious and really good. So uh, shout out to the people in the comments. Hi, Lexi. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Corey. Uh, thank you guys for tapping in and supporting me and Miss G in this great podcast that we have right here. So um, let's talk Chiefs football. We lost six games this year and that was not <laughs> expected. Um, I think that's really yeah. just kind of the easiest way to start this season off. Um, being reigning Super Bowl champions and coming into this season, especially having so many guys that were on this team last year, we did not think that our season was going to go the way that it went. So yeah, um, it definitely was a gut punch, right? It definitely humbled Chiefs' kingdom, especially because, like Ms. Gina said, we have hosted the AFC Championship for the last five years. So to be able to make it to this point, to still be invited to go to the AFC Championship game with all of the adversity that we've been through this year, it's it's great to see. Um, we played the Lions this year, too. They were our banner night, and they beat us at Arrowhead. Um, and it was rough. It was a tough, tough game. Um we also had a lot of off-season drama. We didn't have Chris Jones for a really long time, and he didn't even play week one. Um, we finally got him back week two, and we've been able to see like just the difference and the impact that he's made on this team. Um, Travis Kelsey, he's getting older, even though he's one of the best tight ends in the NFL, You see him getting older and you see him kind of moving slower and doing things a little bit differently. So you're feeling that you felt that through the whole entire regular season. So now that we're finally in the postseason, we've played some gauntlets. If you really kind of look down and look at our last six, seven games, we've played the Dolphins, the Bills, the Bengals. The Chargers, the Raiders. <laughs> and now we're getting ready to go into Baltimore. So we have had to go into a lot of hostile environments. So I will say that's something that this team is ready for. Um, I think it's something that they're excited about and it's something that they're going to thrive on. Now we do have a few injuries going into this game as well. I mean, it's week nine, it's week 20 if you think of it that way, right? And these guys have been beat up for so many weeks. So I think all of our teams right now are battling with some injuries going into this game and we're all just lighting our little Jesus candle praying that they're going to be ready to go when it comes to Saturday and Sunday. Amen. Um, And so I guess like, that'll be the biggest thing for me. If we, if I had to think about what are the keys to winning right now for the chiefs, it would be definitely stopping Lamar Jackson. Our run stop defense has been an opportunity all year long. And Lamar Jackson is really good. If you haven't watched him play football, so um, we know that that's going to be our biggest opportunity for us from a defensive side of the ball, from the offense. If you've watched Chiefs football this year, we've led the league in drops with our wide receivers. And our offensive right tackle is the most penalized tackle in the league. So for us, it's going to be really a matter of just playing clean and playing smart and not going out there and just having dumb turnovers and dropping the ball. I will say that now since we're in the postseason, it seems like, the chiefs have finally kind of got their rhythm and figured out who they are as a team. You didn't see that in the regular season. So in these last two weeks, it seems like they finally kind of got that rhythm down. Um, Our defense is the best defense we've had in the Patrick Mahomes era. Like Patrick has never had a defense this great. And I can say that they have saved us several games this year um, to where we even have 11 wins. So, I mean, you, you can't, I'm very proud of our defense and what they've done. I know that they're going to have to come into this game and be extremely dominant against this Ravens defense. I mean, this Ravens offense, they score fast. They put up a lot of points. Um, I will say our defense has not let anybody score over 28 points this whole entire year. Um, So that's something that's very impressive. And I just really expect them to keep that energy going forward in the playoffs. They held the Bills to seven points in the second half and the Dolphins to zero in the second half. So I'm just praying that they can still keep that going as we get into this AFC championship game. Because like Miss G said, I, and I love you NFC people, you know, <laughs> but the AFC is the best. And I think that this is going to be the most watched game this weekend. I mean, you Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson going up against each other. That is something the world has really been waiting on. And it, it's going to be so good. And I'm actually glad we're the early game because then that gives me time me to like too. recoup, recover. About whatever's going to happen during that game, because I already know it's going to be a roller coaster ride for both of us. We're going to be extremely stressed out. I'm going to yell at the TV. I'm probably going to throw the remote. I'm
0: going to probably have a drink. It's going to be a very interesting game this weekend. So I can't wait. That's awesome. Well, I, first of all, the passion dripping off of both of you is just so admirable. You know, no matter what. But and it's interesting that you say, Jody. You know, between Lamar and Patrick, because to me, there's nothing sexier than a good defense. And the fact that you both have some of the top defenses in the NFL going against each other. I think that's really what I'm looking forward to. I mean, I love Lamar. I love Patrick Mahomes. They're both generational talents, fantastic things. I think Lamar deserves everything he gets after all the things he went through last season. I mean, don't Absolutely. tell my husband this. My husband's a Ravens fan. We're already having issues in the house. So, but truly, eee! I I actually like Lamar. And in fact, you're, it's a good thing that fantasy is over, Miss G, because I had. I had Mark Andrews on my fantasy team and I had JK Dobbins oh. and I had Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. And I had oh, pretty much goodness. anyone that got injured was on my team. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> we're just glad. But speaking of, of Mark Andrews, do we I haven't looked up? Is there any? I know there was talks about maybe him coming back. Where are we with it that? It looks
5: like he will be playing this. Yeah, it looks like he will be playing. I'm not, Ooh. I'm not surprised. I thought. If it was going to be a time that he would come back, it would probably be the AFC Championship. Um, and plus, I know there's kind of a pattern with the team this week where we have players that have been like severely injured. Like they had them practice for about a good solid two weeks before they threw them back into the game. So I think it looks like he's probably going to be a go. I think it's a very good chance. He's been practiced. He practiced all last week and he's been practicing so far this week. So, yeah. We get that other weapon to go back with the dog, Isaiah Likely, that while Mark Andrews was out, yeah, Isaiah Likely, ladies and gentlemen. He was baller. a baller. And the thing is, is, as
0: many injuries as the Ravens had, it didn't seem to stop. Like, it just, injury, fill it in, injury, fill it in. I can say the same thing yeah. about Buffalo, too. Poor Buffalo's defense, just holes, 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 and people kind somehow stepped up. And And I feel like if they had a better defense, they probably would have – gone a little further, done something a little bit different. I don't know. But, um, and then Jody, for we just you. Need, we needed to catch stuff. Back to <laughs> that. We just needed Stephane to catch Diggs, stuff.
4: Stephon Diggs, that drop was horrible. Man. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was grateful. Do you know, there's like, there's but. like
2: a, like a petition out to get him out of Buffalo now.
4: I mean, if he wants really? to be, it doesn't
2: need to be. But we'll it's because a, he makes so much money.
4: I, we'll take a number one receiver if you guys want to take the dead cap hit. It's fine. So you
5: think <laughs> a great to be coming this off season? No, he's not. He's
4: not.
0: Yeah. Here, no. <laughs> no, is. So, yeah. A lot of money, though. A lot of money. Buffalo's got lots of decisions to make this offseason for sure. And then, Jody, Can for you, I ask and your question season?
5: while we're on that. Really? Yeah, question. go for it. I'm sorry. Do you think that McDermott is going to be around? Because I'm like, he's fine. He's going to be there. But in spaces, people are like, no, I don't think he's going to be there. Like, what do you think? I've heard a lot of
2: people thinking that he's going to leave. I don't see him going anywhere. I don't. I I truly believe not the way Buffalo functions. I don't see him going anywhere. We haven't had a good team in so long. And he has turned our team and our, the morale of the city around so much. I can't fathom that they would really let him go. Um, I I just don't see it. It's the like Josh Allen's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Diggs isn't going where, like there's several players that, that they're just, they're there. Like that's what Buffalo does. Like they take them in as their own. And so, I mean, something really crazy would have to happen for him not to be there. I can't imagine it.
0: And I'll I know say- that he, I know
2: his choice would not be to leave. I know he has no desire to leave Buffalo.
0: And I'll say there was so much difference in Buffalo's offense when the AOC got fired that Whoa, a completely different went on immediately. that crazy run so I don't know how it would be justified at that point because you know he was running everything after that and that that's when they things came together so um, that
2: damn fake punt thing that we did <laughs> you know, that was about.
5: did not understand that call at all <laughs> and I, I saw think- it coming we also hate coming.
4: Yeah, was <laughs> like, which is work. why it didn't work. Right. Which is why it didn't work. And Chief's only had 10 people on the field too, which is even wilder. So yeah. <laughs> I don't we, we don't need to talk
2: anymore about this. I still haven't come. <laughs> sorry, to sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, wow
0: <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It's time to uh to move over to the NFC t- side of the ball. Laura. Laura, representing the Lions in the house. Um, I think all of America is rooting for you guys. It's been 62 years since you've made it this far in the postseason. Talk to me about just being a Lions fan and what this means to you, your family, your city, like all the things.
3: Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the Lions being in, in the place
0: they are right now. Right?
3: This feels bigger than just the players at their positions and the staff, this is this is the weight of history on top yeah. of everything where all of you can say that you've done this before, you've been here before, but we literally can't. And the last time this happened, you know, it was pre-Super Bowl era in 1957. And for reference, my 84-year-old mother was graduating from high school when that happened. Yeah. So this is huge for the city. Uh, it's huge for Lions fans everywhere. Um, I used to live in Michigan. I used to live in Detroit, moved out of uh, the area 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. Now live in North Carolina. But we've always been Lions supporters, and we've traveled all over the country to see Lions games. We've gone to the London games. Uh, you know, we just, this is, even though we're so terrible, like we historically have been so terrible, uh, you know, once that's in your blood, you, you can't let it go. You're just a Lions fan for life. And I am a generational Lions fan. My mother's a huge fan. Uh, you know, her father was a huge fan. He played football in literally the 19 teens uh for the uh, uh Michigan State University. So uh, you know, this is absolutely in my blood, and it really feels like it's something way bigger than just mm-hmm. we won a few games. Yeah. Um and the exciting part about it is that it's a complete culture shift. I always used to say like, how, how we never accidentally stumbled upon the right formula to win sometimes was always beyond me. I'm like, how can we literally be this bad? But, but our, new, our new owner, our new general manager, our coach, they came in, they made a huge change, they made a huge shift in everything, put together some great pieces, put together some amazing players, um, they even, you know, got the best out of Jared Goff, who had been sort of a, a, you know, a side note in the trade for Matthew Stafford. You know, oh, we're just going to give him to Detroit. We'll see. You know, nobody cared. And he came in and he made this his team. So it's been so amazing to watch this happen this year. And to think that two years ago, we only won three games. <laughs> so, I mean, we were... We, we didn't think we were going to be here now. And last year, you know, we started out strong and then had a terrible middle of the season and then came back. But this year we started out, you know, sorry, Kansas City Chiefs, but we started out strong. Yeah, that, with was that game And we showed <laughs> everybody that this was, that we were here. This is real. This is not accidental. Uh, the team is, you know, really does, it deserves to be here in this spot right now. That's awesome. I'll tell you. Isn't the
2: owner female?
3: Yes. Yes. It is. Out there. I need a
2: little female shout out. Yeah. Absolutely. No, (laughs) we were owned
3: by the Ford family.
1: actually excellent. We'd like turn it around, man, with the females.
4: That's amazing. I love Dan Campbell, though. He's so freaking good.
3: (laughs) I love that everybody... That you all care, even though you all have teams still in the in the hunt, but you're like, no, well, but we love Tim Gamble. Yeah, I do. <laughs>
0: I'll I'm personally a,
4: say – oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say he has to be, like, coach of the year. Like, between him and D'Amico, like, one of them have to be the coach of the year for sure.
5: I yeah. think it's going to be Stefanski, though. I think, think? he's going to get it. Yeah, uh, I think
0: Stefanski is going to get it. I hope not. <laughs> I'm with you Jody. I'm 100% with you. Damico's my dude obvious yeah. reasons, but um but I will say this Laura, I for Beth Sherry and I at the beginning on our first podcast of the season, we talked about, you know, how strong you guys finished your season last year. I watched that game. That was like an exclamation yep. point yep. and a statement and I love that you guys picked up right where you left off. Um, And we said that you were and we even said that we weren't sure because of that game whether we could call you a sleeper team because it was such a statement at the end of the season last year. So um, it's been beautiful to watch. Um, It's been great, um, you know, watching the whole crowd sing Eminem at the end of the game and like watching just all the things Barry Sanders. I mean, he was always one of my all time favorite running backs. Absolutely. Um, It's fantastic. Um, I will tell I love all it. of you. I, and
1: I'm and my team is the one who your team just beat. <laughs> and I'm still like, from the beginning of the season on the podcast, I'm like, you know, I just feel like this energy from the Lions. I feel like they're an underdog for so long. It's such a Cinderella story. And then there were a couple bumps mm-hmm. along the road. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. And I was like, I, we on last week's podcast, I was like, yeah, we're we're not favored, Bucks are not favored to win against the Lions. Um and I'm like of course I'll be very sad, but my team had no expectations for this year and we exceeded those. And your team like said 62 years. I mean, come on. I've had a couple <laughs> super bowls, you know, in the last few years. Like I just really embrace the underdog
0: story and I'm I'm here for it. I I love it. And actually yeah. Sherry's great, Laurie, because the Bucks were the Lions for a long time.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it can yes. maybe that's why I I'm so compassionate <laughs> about it. Like it's okay you beat us. I feel you. You know?
4: <laughs> I mean the Chiefs were too. When we won our Super Bowl in 19, we hadn't won in 50 years. So that was yep. very, yeah. Like, yes. It, yeah. So what does I, I feel like win a Super the- Bowl. The- oh, I that- that- like. i mean it was like super bowl seven like come on (laughs) give us a break okay i'm just like this this is why i love hey i'm still very angry that y'all beat us hey B, I love the story and how it's going. Like, in a perfect world, it would be a Chiefs Lions Super Bowl so we could get our win back because y'all beat us <laughs> on dinner night. Um, but <laughs> that's what I'm praying for. But no, I do love the story that's happening with the Lions. Like, the city definitely deserves it. It's a great franchise. You guys as fans are just like super passionate. Like on our rod did the blue hair. I was like, "Yes!" Yes <laughs> to the blue hair. It was so good.
3: And and this season, you know, Lions fans have been traveling to all the games. So, in at some games, you would see more blue than the actual team colors in the stadium. So, uh you know, it's been pretty epic like that. We actually went to see earlier in, in October, we went up to Michigan to see a game. Uh, unfortunately, it was with our neighbor who was a Carolina Panthers fan, and it was the Carolina Panthers game. So she didn't have a great experience. But the, the colors us, also blend happen. together. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's what I told her. I'm like, you're wearing blue and you're wearing blue. You just pretend, <laughs> just pretend. But, yeah, it's been great to see the stadiums and and watching Ford Field get so loud and, you know, that people are really, really, really into this. And, you know, uh, Campbell has, you know, I wasn't sure, to be fair. When we hired him a few years ago, I was like, I don't know about this guy, but he really showed me that he does, you know, he really is good at this. I, I compared him to Ted Lasso. Like a yeah. lot of his plays were like, let's do something weird. And he would do something weird and it would it's work only
0: weird nine times out of 10. Work. It's only weird. If it That's a great work. comparison. <laughs> yes. And Laura, for me, that is the key to the, the game right there between our two teams. Your coach is a gutsy coach. He will <laughs> do some wild things to, to, to get the advantage. Kyle Shanahan is the actual opposite. Like he <laughs> is so conservative And like, he won't even run the game plan you're used to seeing. And you're like, what, what, what are we, what are we watching? We have Christian McCaffrey, but we're not running the ball. Like, is that, that's that's our game plan. Like we're rolling with this. Um, so I actually have put it out there is, um, is Dan Campbell's gutsy play call going to overcome Kyle Shanahan's conservative approach. Or will 49ers defense make them pay for the gutsy calls? (laughs) Um, I really think that's what it comes down to, to be fair. I mean, our teams are actually pretty fairly matched up. Um, uh, I think there's some defense on your side that may not, you know, match up with us offensively, but it's any given Sunday. This is the playoffs madness happens. I didn't think we were going to look the way we looked against green Bay last week. Totally (laughs) did it. And it's just, you know, thankfully there'll be no more rain, you know, we're there's sunny skies this weekend in Santa Clara and then we're in a dome after that. So, um, but that's an interesting stat. Did you see that, that the, the lions didn't have only played in domes and like they, the last game that they lost was outdoors or something like the one game. Oh, you know what? Yes.
1: Come on, man. You
0: I thought that was the
4: weirdest them.
1: stat. You I'm like, what?
4: that's interesting. I didn't You'll realize that. It's-
1: more stuff of them. Like, come on. You, you could ask that to the question the people who have been here all along. Like do I, I feel like that just too much pressure.
0: <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> Desi, I don't know well, if you've noticed, definitely... but Sherry is is a is a Detroit fan now. She's, yeah, she's fan. Fan. I mean,
0: I think I'm she's got the blue the shirt, the shirt on right look, now. I am
2: too. I am too. It's the like. I'm sorry, Desi. I'm also I love a Leo. you.
0: leo's love everybody she's a friend to everybody
3: no i feel pretty good about the matchup this week um you know this is truly the definition of anybody's game and for the exact reasons you said it really could go either way and we'll see we'll see what happens when when campbell calls to go on the fourth down every single time we'll see how that works because that's what he does (laughs) um so okay uh, the team I'm really worried about, honestly, if we make it past this week, and uh, I'm worried about the Ravens because they destroyed us this season. They were the first team to really do it, like, and I came in and just pounded out, and pounded. <laughs>
0: <Ugh. laughs> oh, well, I'll say there's no, like, it's all friends moving forward as far as. The teams. There's not a, there's only a, there's a couple teams that I just do not care for and they're not in this combo. So, like, there will be peace and love moving forward. <laughs> I will figure out who, who we're going to cheer for. I know that the Ravens have spanked us in a Super Bowl. I know that Kansas City spanked us in a Super Bowl. So, I don't really know, you know, <laughs> how to feel about any of this. I'm just going to focus on the game ahead of me and we're just going to rock it that way. So. <laughs>
3: Because I don't know what it feels like to have anybody spank us or not spank us in a Super Bowl, so I'm just really excited to have She's the like, opportunity. I have, I'm just She's
0: like, "I'm
4: just here for vibes." This has <laughs> never happened before. I
5: want to be spanked. Laura said, "I want to be spanked." Pause. Gina, pause.
0: Pause.
1: But you know, like the, it, it's very true what you said. There's like not animosity among any of the teams. Actually, you know. That, we're, that are going forward for the four teams, the teams that typically have the oh, we don't want to see this, you know what I mean? So yeah, I guess we're all friendly and and uh, well, what do you, Des, what do you think coming up? You have not given actually your usual talk about next week's game. I'm um, sorry, yeah, next week's game.
0: What do you want to know what, what I think? Yes. Um, I mean, I think we're getting the W. I'm sorry, Laura,
3: and I'm gonna feel bad about
0: it. I am gonna feel bad about it. Um, just See, because I you're do feel bad about. I do low like key Lions. like the line. I mean, yeah, sure I mean, sure. but uh, but yeah, Debo's playing. It's gonna be confusion, and um, I think it's gonna be a hard offense to stop. Um, but it's any given Sunday. Um, and, uh, anything can happen. And I, again, Dan Campbell, I wish at some points that Kyle Shanahan was a bit more gutsy, but also one could say he was last week because he kept throwing the damn ball, right? (laughs) It was wet. His quarterback was struggling. He's like, you're good. Keep throwing. That might be gutsy. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just a lot of weapons. It's been a lot for a lot of teams to handle. Um, and I think that our defense is really starting to get charged up. Dre Greenlaw, you do not want to get that guy Fred in Warner, a situation. Oh Fred Warner too, but Dre is nasty. Like he's the dude that like you really don't like. And the two of them, I feel like Miss Gina, I brought this up when I was talking to on another podcast about the Ravens 49ers matchup. It was the it was the the, the big bullies against each other, the two tandem court, uh, linebackers in the NFL, you know, your guys's and, and Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, uh, Roquan Smith and, Mc- and Queen. I always want to say McQueen. I always, and guess who did it today? Kimberly A. Martin did it. And I was like, she did it too. Oh, yes, she called she. McQueen. <laughs> so, I'm not alone. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is what it's going to come down to is again, the gritty defense. If we can stop your high um, high powered, um, um, offense, then I think, uh, I think it'll be close though, Laura, I'll give you that. I think it'll be close.
3: Yeah, I think it's a good matchup. I think whatever happens, I think it's a good matchup. That's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm I'm not disappointed by being in this place. But I'll tell you now I'm getting greedy because it was at one point I said, all Lions fans said, oh, you know, we win out the season. We get into the playoffs. We win a playoff game. This will be great. You know, that's it. It's been a great season. But now that we're here, we're like, no, we need to win we Need Absolutely. to go all the way, it's time for a super bowl. So now I'm greedy, yeah. Right, not know, like two there's nothing the wrong with like, that. Wait,
1: I don't know what to do, I've never been here. And now, two minutes later, you're like, I want the super bowl. <laughs> there's nothing
3: I know wrong what exactly,
5: in that matchup, it's the run game from both teams. Um, we know we got CMC, you know, you have CMC. Uh, for the 49ers, but Jameer Gibbs and DeWall? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, 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 th- I think that is one area where you, you're, you even though it's one versus two, but you match up very equally well, right? That run game, I think whoever really gets that run game going, that's going to be a, a good indication of who can, I think, get the lead and if you can get the lead, you can possibly keep the lead, right? Because that's two good running backs room, even though it's just CMC, right? But he's CMC. So, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that run game from both of your teams.
4: Yeah. I'm just jealous that y'all are playing in sun. I yeah. <laughs> you
3: know, right?
4: Jody, were you at that game? Yes, I was. The ice bowl? I was at the negative 28 degrees. You still one. got oh. 10 fingers and 10
0: toes? Yeah, are you
3: safe? Barely.
4: Well, one, there was no way I could miss that game because Tyreek Hill was coming back to Kansas City. And that was the first time back in Kansas City since he left. So I was like, eh, there's no way I'm missing this game. <laughs> And then the temperature just kind of kept dropping every single day. And we were like, oh, okay, it's saying negative 28 wins. It's the <laughs> coldest game that's ever been at Arrowhead, but it was worth it. Every oh minute gosh. of it was worth it. We ended up wow. just upgrading our seats right before we went in. But we ended up getting sweet seats because the ticket prices were dropping insanely low. Smart. So we were like, let's just get sweet seats. So we didn't die. Oh, wow. We had, nice. we had that outlet. Is very, that's a great seat.
1: strategy. Yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, they dropped to $200 a seat. We were like, immediately, wow.
5: yes.
4: Immediately, yes. Um. Yeah, you can't, when <laughs> it's that cold, like, we Dizzy. had on- if I had eaters, done that, we could have flown up for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was anything we could really do to stay warm, but yeah, like,
0: Well, it was worth it. We have an important question. We wanted to know this. This was the most important thing that we talked about in that game. Beth, fellow Bills fan here, said and notified us that beer freezes Mm -hmm. at certain temperatures. What happened to the beers? Did you guys like open them up and like slushy slushied them or like what happened? So it
4: depends if the beer sellers outside were selling them. Yes, they were frozen when you got them. If you purchased it inside, you had a few minutes until you got outside to drink it. And then it froze over. There was a poor kid. And, you know, y'all have all been to your games. There was a poor kid, bought a $10 Coke, right? It froze in like four minutes. I was like, I feel so bad for him. He's probably so thirsty and now he can't drink it. Right. Um, Everything was freezing. Like, you would get the hot chocolate. It would be freezing cold and less than two minutes it was insane it was insane, oh, it was oh insane. goodness i would try to tweet from my phone and like i was like okay i feel like i'm gonna get frostbite let me put my two gloves and hand warmers back on so oh yeah it was insane Gina, so we played with elements the whole playoffs and now we're going to baltimore and it's supposed a 90 percent chance of rain up there i'm like great is it no, it's supposed
5: to stop by then though i like it's supposed to be raining at like 12 noon but I heard maybe by I haven't looked in the last couple of days, but like by three o'clock, I think it's supposed to, you know, not be raining. I it won't be not. Which so is good. I think it's gonna be like close to fifty, so it won't be cold oh, at all.
4: That's like summer. Wear shorts. Awesome. <laughs> really to what? So in Kansas City, we've actually been like freezing for about like. Yesterday was the first day above 30 degrees in like 12 days. So, wow. yeah, it, it had been freezing here for a very long time. So
0: 50 degrees is like summer. Can't wait. Wonderful. All right. All right. Gina, are you going to the game? Did you get tickets?
5: Oh, pain. I am not going to the game. Um, it's so very unfortunate. But I can guarantee you, you will hear my my voice through the TV, some kind of way, from my couch. Uh, <laughs> the tickets you are so high for that game. Screaming. Yeah, so I'll be hosting, you know, I'll be on a space. So the space will be open. We'll all be in there. So uh, anybody in the space will hear me screaming and hollering to the top of my lungs, absolutely. So I've been hoarse after, you know, each game. My voice gets scratchy during the game. My voice is already getting scratchy. So yeah, uh-huh. it's unfortunate, but. Um, It's okay. It's okay. I've been, I went to the opening game um, this season. I haven't been back to any of the other games, but yeah, I will be screaming my lungs out for sure. For sure.
0: Love it. All right. Show of hands whose team is going to win this weekend. Yep, everybody raised their hands. I won't even ask for <laughs> predictions. I figured we were all going to roll with our own teams. So now it's on Beth know, and Sherry's I guess that's hands. I even asked you. Ooh, that it's on Beth and Sherry's hands. <laughs> you guys got to tell us who
4: y'all think wins yes. our game. We'll tell y'all who we Beth, think wins our start. game. Beth, yeah, Beth yeah. you start.
2: I mean, I I want to see Baltimore win. Sorry, that's not really a shocking. It's not no surprise. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. There's really not more to say than that. Um and Desi, I'm sorry. I really want to see the Lions win. I really would love to see the Lions win. See if I go to a bills Um, game with you again, Beth. (laughs) It's another, it's another like like, I I feel for them. I I understand what they're going through. I understand where they're at. Like
0: I got you. Man, it that's
2: it's just
1: it is what it is. Sherry. Um, so who do we want to win versus who do we think are going to win? Um, I, I do think, uh, actually I'm, I'm going to go both the opposite, Beth, and I think (laughs) Kansas City is going to win. And I think the 49ers are going to win. Um, I, Laura, I'm with you in spirit, and heart (laughs) for the Lions. I mean it. For some reason, I just have the Lions very cl- with zero personal connection, very close to my heart. I wish you all the best. I do think the 49ers are win. And, of course, for my girl Desi, my love, I have to root for her. For you gals, <laughs> Miss Gina and Jody, this is going to be, I think this is actually going to be a tighter game than maybe people are giving Kansas City Absolutely. credit
2: for. Oh, I can't believe this I, is an easy game. game.
4: I think this game comes within four <coughs> points, three or four points. Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: going to be a very <laughs> good game.
4: Yes. Yeah. Like I guess yes. I don't see it getting more past three or four points. And it is yeah, going to no.
1: be, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm very excited to see that I'm echoing really everybody
0: else's sentiments. All right. Sounds good. Ladies, all of you, all the best this weekend. Thanks for joining us today, guys. If you're anywhere near Twitter, make sure or YouTube, make sure you like and and follow all these wonderful ladies. Actually, Laura, real quick, we didn't even go over what your what your podcast is. You're in a podcast, but it's not. Yeah, it has
3: nothing to do with football. And yeah, no, it's a comedy podcast on YouTube called Bill Has Opinions. Uh, okay. As you might imagine, my co-host's named Bill, and he has opinions, uh, and I'm there to rein him in. So you can check out Bill Has Opinions on YouTube and Facebook, um, and cool. then I also, you know, you can find me on uh, Instagram uh, just for my writing and, and for my other stuff, so.
0: <clears throat> Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks again, ladies. Let's go have a ball this weekend. It's all love. Yes, Everybody's going to be a winner, one way or another. You guys are all welcome back, and thanks again, guys, and happy football. Nice to meet you. Love to be
5: back. Yes. Nice, nice to meet me you all.
0: Hey guys, thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Please continue to keep in touch with us on our social media platforms at girlfriends and football on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks so much. We appreciate your support and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and happy football.